doing, Tara Bang? How's it going? Hey, Michelle. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Doing all right. Doing all right. Um, Happy New Year, everyone. Happy um, New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year, uh, Stephanie and Tara Bang. So in Tara Bang, we are recording this a few weeks before New Year. Um, so it's going to be a little bit of like thinking ahead of how things are. But, you know, we are both going to be traveling and having some plans during the time where we would need to be recording. So we just wanted to make sure we would be there for you. And have I wish you a happy 2023. Happy 2023. It's weird to say because we're a few weeks out, but I guess we should start getting used to that. Um, yeah. But got to remember to change almost, the dates when you write it down manually you, and not. Right. I think some days I still write 2020 and it's a little bit embarrassing. <laughs> Well, you almost said 2024 when we were planning the episode. That's too. true. I think I'm both futuristic and past looking, but I'm not not a present person. This is a an issue, an ongoing issue with my life. Yeah. I never remember the days of the week, too. It's always quite surprising if I say, oh, is it Tuesday? And no, it's actually Monday or Thursday or Friday. Like, it's never the day I think it is. And it's a little bit tragic. I have a follow-up question. Yeah. While we're talking about this, I uh, I don't know if it was last episode, the episode prior when we we're talking about daylight savings, mm-hmm. and Stephanie, you were talking about like not ever seeing the sun because of mm-hmm. your work schedule, but you're like, mm-hmm. oh, but maybe I'll be able to leave early or mm-hmm. try to catch the sun. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. How did that turn out so far? It's been a couple weeks now. I've. Uh definitely woken up earlier and I guess the same time that I've been waking up and I'm proud to report that I leave work most days from three to four so I still can see the sun hooray awesome thank goodness um we'll see how that goes as the winter progresses and the days are getting progressively shorter right um but that's good but it's good to hear yeah yeah it it is thankfully still a, a thing we'll I'll keep you updated, you know, as, as the rest of the year goes by prior right. to daylight so savings. We, yeah, when we enter the winter. Um, well, real but, winter, yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, thanks for checking in. Sure. But otherwise, days are blending together for you. Oh, this week, it, it simultaneously felt too fast and too long. I don't know how that works out, but it was... Like an accordion. It was just very long, but it just kept moving. Like, there was no slow point but it just felt like i was awake too long for too long too much of the day if that makes sense mm, it does so in terrabang here in the states are i know it kind of varies per country depending on like whatever the main i don't want to say main religion whatever the kind of the state celebrated religion is mm-hmm. um in the states it's around this time of year for like christmas and new year's so like yeah the last kind of last half of December, first couple days of January, things start to really kind of switch up for the holidays. Sometimes, you know, the school, like school break time is during then. So schools are out of session. Uh, most people are trying to go all on vacation. So like right now, typically for, if you're, if you're working, you're like trying to turn in things by end of year and end of quarter metrics oh that's always rough yeah but it's not like oh i have the end of december it's like everyone's like wrapping stuff up by like oh no something's like mid-december almost yeah yeah um so 
Uh, and that, yeah, so I don't know, Turbing, you're living, what kind of, what time of year that that kind of occurs where just everything kind of shuts down for maybe two, two or so weeks, but that's what we're anticipating here. Uh, are you going to get a break of any kind, Stephanie? Are you going to be? I'm hoping so. Ostensibly, it doesn't look like it, but I th- I'm really hoping. At least, I mean, I guess break from work. I, I, I know, like, not like a, not, no, not, not, not on your, not, not a trip to your yellow water bottle to a hammock. Sure. On the beach, but at least no. I'm I'm fully referring to um, my work because <laughs> okay. I think technically um, I started a new role recently, and so okay. uh, they only gave me a certain number of designated vacation days. But um, I had some previous arrangement with my managers that I think I might be able to sneak in some, but I still have to look like I'm online and working. Oh, so okay, okay. Responding to emails, that kind of thing. Okay, which will be fun while I'm, <laughs> you know, opening up Christmas presents. Hey, I got a re- I'll be like one of those. Um, what's it called? The Hallmark movie, the workaholic. There's always that one one person. Oh, and they're like, like literally like their they're, they're like glued to their laptop, and they always have like yeah. the Bluetooth headset in, like <sighs> taking calls. Yeah, I'm like, not, not looking forward to that. Not now, not now, Aunt May. I don't care yeah. about your 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 sweater you made or you found that I'll be the made. I'll be the Percy Weasley of of the family <laughs> yeah. just constantly talking about ministry affairs and not you're always wearing a blazer family, like is... a button up shirt or something yeah. always looking my best what can I say you know, just... <laughs> and you're always just in a huff you're always just like huffing around like when in reality I just want to be the Fred and George I just want to be the mischief makers relaxing um, or at least your, just your, watching the chaos unfold as people are opening there with your cute casual you know, sweater you. jumper that you made it's all festive and that said i have planned all my my outfits <laughs> for the christmas and new year um celebrations so i'm quite looking forward to wearing my like gryffindor um christmas jumper for are you christmas. gonna be like, somewhere colder weather or you're just gonna tough it out no, I'm just gonna sweat it out. I think it builds character. Um, you know, I some some might say I have plenty, but I can I think you can never have enough. <laughs> you're just gonna be dripping sweat for your oh yeah. Oh sure, work, but looking very festive. This is this is how I was raised, you know. You gotta you don't want a cold, <laughs> so you gotta like wear extra extra layers to make sure you don't get a cold, even though that's definitely not how the cold and um you know the virus works. But uh, this this is this is the way I was raised. So sh- so shall it be. How about you, serving? How do you <laughs> how do you kind of express? You know, it doesn't have to be Christmas. It can be any kind of holiday. But are you someone? How do you how do you like to celebrate? Are you like oh I just show up and sit there, or like oh no I dress up? Whether it's like wearing like a themed like a full on costume, or maybe just like a themed sweater, or you're just like. Oh, I, I participate by baking or gift giving. Yeah. How do you, are you just like, I don't get holidays, but I appreciate not having to go to school or work and just enjoying the time to chill, to change up the schedule from the routine. Um, yeah, I think it's, it, it depends on the time of year and like how much time you get off as well. If you, if you are in that, like getting off thing, or if it's just like a one day affair for you, like, um, you know, there's labor, there's like stuff like Labor Day, right? Where in America, at least, where you only get that one Monday off. So what are you going to do that Monday? Are you going to go all out for the three day weekend? You know, the, the some people Saturday, do. I, I think that's so 
It's or never you been just in my like conduct your normal Saturday and Sunday as is, and then you know Monday you kind of give yourself a little day to catch up at home, maybe do some more household chores that you didn't get around to, keep it kind of low key, or do you go and go all out from like Friday afternoon all the way to to Tuesday morning? I think on those three day weekends, yeah, I think I've just done like maybe a single overnight trip, like okay, somewhere you drive to, not like a real big trip. Yeah, it's a okay. casual overnight trip within sure. driving or train ride, like nothing too big, maybe a camping trip or something. Sure, like a two-day affair kind of. Pretty low production, yeah. 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 I, I kind of like to do my trips on like Saturday, Sunday, and then have like that that holiday Monday to just kind of relax at home and become all yes cushy and resettled in where because usually that's my Sunday affair like I do whatever not crazy I don't go too wild but like <laughs> Saturday is the the go all out kind of day and then Sunday is the okay I gotta prep you know for Monday kind of resettle um get back to the reality if you will mm. um and then Monday is like all business as usual yeah. Which is kind of sad and very like grown up, boring sounding, but that's the way it is. It's your recharge time. Yeah. I don't know. I, I know people, I feel like people only recognize it like after the fact of like, you know, you pre holiday or vacation, you go look outside and you plan stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it'll be so great to get together with family or friends and we're going to go check this thing out or go to this place. And yeah, you're generally looking forward to it usually. And like, afterwards like your first day back at work or school or just you know your regular routine you're exhausted or you're sick physically sick it's crushing because it's so depressing because like, you're like had oh, wish- all the joy and merriment from like yeah. before and then it's just like the low of like and you, and you wish you had at least one or two days you could grind. just chill by yourself to recover yes. but you're like yeah. you you excitedly planned everything to the up to, to the last the, minute yeah to, to spend time on that like excursion or whatever without that downtime to recalibrate yeah yeah so yeah like we said at the beginning we're not actually at new year's yet but we wanted to record this ahead of time but i've started to think about kind of the the closing of of this calendar year and mm-hmm. um and i think we're going to also just touch on this later on in in the music bit which i think is really exciting i'm looking forward to to that um but you know last year we did a fun experiment in terms if you remember you know we were also traveling quite a bit and we did those like individual voice notes to each other oh and, yes and I thought that was really fun and interesting um and so different because usually for this we're like with each other and conversation and sure and not like, just like a monologue it's it was yeah yeah, so I just remember, for me, when I, I don't remember the other ones I did exactly, but I remember I recorded one, and it was like 1 a.m. on January 1st or something. Like, I had been out with friends. We'd seen, like, a local fireworks show, and so I You was, celebrated the new year, and then you're coming back from, like... I was, like, the, yeah, I was, I was in town visiting my family, and, like, I was driving back to where I was staying, but I had, like, mm-hmm. this moment before, like going into the house mm-hmm. by myself I mean everyone was mm-hmm. already asleep so been going to a quiet house but I just before like and I feel like when you get out of the car or whatever it's kind of the, the evening really ends 
you know, mm-hmm. when you go inside and the house is quiet, everyone's sleeping. But I just remember I did a voice note sitting in the car there and I don't, I should have, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I think I was discussing like New Year's resolutions and like how it was like, I, I was interpreting it as like how things have to be resolved or fixed. And I didn't really agree with that for myself. And it was more of like wanting to have this idea of like commitments or desires or aspirations of things that I would like to do when not like not being so like resolute about it or something. I was focusing on the word like New Year's resolutions of like resolving existing things. I was like, why don't you just like start a new thing or mm-hmm. new goal? So I was thinking about that in preparing for this episode. And I definitely started quite a few new things for myself this year. Um, okay. Like just, what? I just kind of like went all out to be honest. <laughs> in, can you elaborate in, a, a little bit yeah in um in applying to different programs and jobs okay. and stuff like much more just putting myself out there kind of like auditioning not well actually I did a lot more auditioning uh, for dance performances and aerial performances I did a lot more of that Great. this year being more involved with like volunteer work and kind of coordinating yeah. things um I have a lot of involvement already but even a little bit more so now with um with my neighborhood where I live in community service things like I I'm the tree I'm like a tree tender is the title um and kind of like a block captain what's a a block captain mean what does it entail neighborhood watch or community watch where it's kind of a little bit in tune of what's happening in the neighborhood and like specifically like I live in a dense super dense city okay there's like really dense cities in the world but i live in a, I live sure. in a city okay uh and so my block is like yeah there's like apartment buildings and stuff so there's quite sure. a few people living on the single block so just kind of like advertising like the neighborhood association group like oh come out we have our meetings and meet with like you know what's going on in the neighborhood crime things etc mm-hmm. a lot of more auditions and dance performances and I changed. You said Stephanie, you know, you got a new role. I also got a new job. Oh, nice. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And it was a big switch. Meanwhile, I was also applying to a lot of graduate school programs of like a, a, a whole variety of fields and like locations around the world and sure. emotionally investing myself in like visualizing being at the program, being in these places. Sure. It wasn't just in the US. It was even in like Venice, Italy, like London and England oh. um, and things like that. And it's hard not to visualize like e- at least a postcard. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. So I think maybe, maybe in a couple months, cause I'm still kind of in the heat of it. Sure. Um, I'll, I'll like have certain thoughts about it, but in terms of what I was wanting to do and like start things and not resolve stuff, but have like goals and stuff. I think I, I did it in that regard. Sure. Some uh, health wise, I think got to be a bit better largely because I don't have my, my former job was working remotely at home and I really was struggling with the physical toll of being less active with that. So I've noticed just so much has changed. Being able to set that differentiation between, um, which is what I do, like leaving the door and then biking to work, being able to get to a different mindset. It's fantastic. Sometimes it's a bit, it's a bit stupid. I'll be honest. We have some chilly weather here. It's like, what am I doing? But it's definitely wakes you up and um, 
being around people, I notice I really helps. do well in you like respond this... to the other individuals being around yeah. you, not just yourself. Yeah. And people not just being like busts of themselves on a video call or something, and you can actually <laughs> see their dimensions and like their full body and their sure their energies that I kind of you know I really kind of uh, pick up on that. So, but I think also too I don't know if I brought this up in that voice note, but um, I have like my physical planner. I, cause I take notes mm-hmm. in the podcast in Terabang in case Stephanie and I mess up and I need to edit something out, <laughs> which you would never hear because I edit them out. Cause like, I'm right. pretty good. I don't know if I've ever really slipped. And, like, I, I mean, in. I think, I think at one point in the future, perhaps we might have a blooper we'll release reel. Some of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I've definitely seen a few of these bloopers. <laughs> yeah. Right. They're, they're, they're wonderful, but they make no sense out of context. I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm just looking, I'm, I'm flipped to the first page of the year and I remember I was like writing down certain quotes like every day mm-hmm. that I was resonating with. And, um, and for some reason, I guess I kind of stopped like after a few weeks of that. And then at least you got it for a few weeks. I think but I, I, started... re-wrote, I started rewriting them and like, Oh, nice. It's summer when I was like really applying to all these programs and jobs. Ah. And okay. And so, not just beginning of year and end of year when it, you're it like kind of out. feeling guilty. Okay. And then Respect. just last, and last month I started doing it again. It's the same exact quotes. Yeah. And um, I guess I'll read them, but we, I'll also just include them in the description okay. for the episode so you can actually see it in And um, yeah, so the first, not in a particular order, but these are things that I had already known about maybe for years, but just stuck, it just resonated with me beginning of this year was um, by Confucius, the philosopher, the quote is, and of course these are like translated in English, so might not be perfect, um, but uh, the quote is by Confucius, it does not matter how slowly you go as long as you do not stop. So as long as you keep moving, that's the main key? Yes. And this helped me a lot in terms of dealing with procrastination and maybe feeling stuck if I had this like big task of like, I don't know how to write this paper in do in 12 hours or something, mm-hmm. but it would just be like, just write, just do something, you know, put down a word or like, just, you know, speak it out or something like, mm-hmm. so yeah, it is, it does not matter how slowly you go as long as you do not stop. And then there's two more. Um, the second one is, it was, it's by the author, uh, Robert Louis Stevenson. So that's a guy who wrote Treasure Island. Yeah. I think he also wrote the Curious Tale of uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. He did. I know my literature. Very impressive. Um, the quote is, quiet minds cannot be perplexed or frightened but go on in fortune or misfortune at their own private pace, like a clock during a thunderstorm. So that to me relates okay. to Confucius quote and like, just, you just kind of just keep at it. Like in regulating stress and anxiety in terms of whatever I was trying to figure out in these sure. next like life endeavors. And the third one is, I guess, to really kind of get me off like the launch pad that I would go back to. It's by Harun Yaya. It's, I always wonder why birds stay in the same place when they can fly anywhere on the earth. Then I ask myself the same question. 
so I clicked with that because I like to like watch birds and observe nature and animals there's birds where I live and I'm like yeah like they can chill on a wire or whatever but they also just move freely if they want to and I yeah just recognizing what makes me feel stuck in like the chi and like the flow of, of my life path and whatnot and uh just working on trying to remove those blockages and work through those things and to be able to continue onward and be able to move freely and not feel, you know, not feel stuck in the cage that I'm usually the one who's built that cage. Well, thank you for yeah. sharing those. Yeah. Those are very that profound and does a lot of talking for my part. Introspective that- and uh, yeah. it's very lovely. I um when you said you wrote a diary thing, um journal I remembered vaguely that I actually started writing one too as well. Um, totally separate. We had no idea that we were both writing. In oh, fact, I'm an infrequent white writer. And that goes to show because I only have two <laughs> entries in this diary. For this year. Uh, well, not, so diary is not even the correct word. Yes. Uh, 20. Sorry. I apologize. The entry says the 3rd of January, 2021. So not even this year. <laughs> Is this, a, is this, a, is this a, a reading out of a book, like a physical journal thing? So I have this lovely journal looking thing. It's got, I think I got it from Barnes and Noble, which is like the local bookstore in America. Um, that's nationwide. Hold on, one there's second. a, there's a tree. And then underneath this tree, there is uh, like some cogs and gears and it, it's kind of, I love it because um, it's, it's intertwining my two loves of nature and um, like machinery machinations and like, um, you know, the, the old and the new, the classic with the, 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 the modern um, twist. And um, please, do you have the same thing as well, Michelle? This is, I mean, there's a reason why we When did you get this? Besties. Um, well, if the diary entry if the diary entry says twenty twenty third of uh, January twenty twenty one, so I must have gotten it like twenty twenty, I believe, when um, I moved to where I am now. So yeah, I think it must have been at some point the second half. So mine of... is dated. So and we have the exact same physical journal. Uh, Hers so is I, probably more filled out than mine is. Mine is. I very keep a, I keep a regular planner that sometimes put cute little notes in, but this is like my diary journal. <laughs> so, <laughs> but you know this this zeitgeisty um, what's it called? Uh, not coinkydinks, but um, yeah, maybe zeitgeist. I got mine online, and mine oh, I got mine okay. for 2020. So it says okay. journal. And the first date is February 27th, 2020. And I got it because I had filled up my previous journal. I got it because I was just walking around Barnes and Noble and I was like, I should write. I'm into fountain pens. I should, you know, utilize my inks. So I picked it because of the right green fancy stuff and the organic look, but also how it has yeah. like mechanical. Yeah, I was just describing that while you're retrieving it. And I, I was saying how I like the harmonization. Our, we'll make it our preview photo for the new. episode. Yeah, okay, brilliant. It'll be our preview. So in terms on our Twitter, we'll make it the preview photo. <laughs> if we can find it. But yes, um, it's a lovely journal. And I, so while Michelle was reading her very profound um, statements from Confucius, Robert Louis Stevenson, 
I just open to the, the, the one of the two entries, right? I just flip to a random page and the paragraph begins with, why is news considered singular? <laughs> a piece of news. We deliver some bad news. The boss didn't like it. I'm sorry, you know, I was like, laughing too loudly. Can you respond to the beginning? I need to move away from the microphone. Um, and and so the the entry that I had written in my in my journal, I I, I don't even know the context of what where my head was at. Um, and what, it, I think is, it was just January, general musings. January third, twenty twenty one. Correct. Why is news singular? Why, Why is news, news considered, considered singular? singular? Like, um, a, you know, the quotations, a piece of news, you know, um, and we deliver some bad news. The boss didn't like it, you know, like how, where is that distinction made? Um, and I wrote, ah, the intricacies or eccentricities of the English language, um, which oddly brings me around to some other inspiration. I don't even know what I want to, but yes, so uh this is the music while, while michelle is like sort of thinking about confucius and you know how how introspective i'm wondering why is the world just so inconsistent and weird and um you know, we're, we're, both, we're both wondering things but <laughs> to, to various <laughs> different degrees i think it's almost like your grievances was no, not so grievances, just like puzzlement, bewilderment. Puzzlement. Okay, just okay. like yeah. why is no wonder English is so hard to learn. Um, okay, yeah, I see. What I you're you, you yeah. know, you know how I love my linguistics. So, um, where did where did even the word news come from? I guess maybe perhaps Latin neo, but like where did it become n e w? Right, and then where when did the s get added in? And when was the second entry? uh okay so first entry was december january uh, january 3rd january 3rd second entry was um january 30th and then nothing for 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 the rest of time evidently but perhaps i will you know it's not because you lost it re-resolve no it's no this this was written um when i have you know now arrived at my current, current location yes oh so it's just more laziness. and you pulled it up quite easily so you know what yes it is. i knew exactly where it is it's next to my dune books because i thought it was rather apropos to be kind of forward looking um but also past you know it's just that's the way it is my bookshelf is very organized despite it looking a little bit in shambles i so wild that it's the same exact book though uh, i don't think it's wild at all i think yes yeah uh, love, it's yeah. entirely predictable that, <laughs> um because we both love green we both love trees like you literally just said that you're like a tree planter person and um and it has a duality embrace of like soft we, nature. We, yeah we we both embrace the old and the new like this like is soft emotional nature this stuff is with not like surprising at all it's hard me. clear ignore objective logical thinking like the cogs and wheels aspect yes and how it's, I all, frequently, in, and how it's all intertwined and not only that but like the the cogs are hidden so you only see the very natural part well i also like how they're the, like very aesthetic they're floating in the atmosphere i think it's cool too but they kind of imply that the cogs are 
not necessarily visible to everything it's sort of like an invisible bubble that is like slightly peeled back and obviously a tiny layer. and then there's the gilded edge of the pages and the gold gilded at page you know the, the gold and the green we between michelle and i she knows that's like one of my favorite color combinations ever yes so um this makes gift giving if you want to make to me quite easy because we're just laying our souls bare as if we haven't done that for the past 49 other episodes that's amazing um, that's amazing (laughs) uh yeah absolutely brilliant well thank you for sharing though no i mean like i don't know diaries and journals they serve different things for different people and like I just I re- I think my my goal was to try to get back into the habit of writing and more introspection yeah. I think at the time I was reading more philosophical books and then oh, that's right. um, I, I always that. get so irritated about philosophy because I read it and then I'm like I don't know how to apply it um mm. because you know maybe I have either already agreed with the philosophy in the first place and it's just kind of confirmation bias I'll read it and I'm like I don't agree or like maybe I'll take you know a stab at that thing for a day but then I you know eventually go back to my usual default of um you know knitting or you know pursuing more tactile engaging activities rather than contemplating because uh I, I feel like I need to make and do things to be productive and for it to be a quote unquote good day. Okay. Um, okay. I'm a maker. <laughs> so period. So yeah. So, so I think that's why I stopped, but I think I would like to get back into writing, but again, I say that every year, so it's not worth putting into a, you know, like a resolution, as you said, is it really a resolution? Are you solving anything? I guess you're resolving things. So yes. In that's North- why anyway, I didn't I like it. That's why I- that's why I wasn't agreeing yeah. with it in so, that voice note. I was like, I don't really know if that's what it is for me. Um, yeah, I. but in, in your same sense of what have you achieved this year, I think I did better improve myself, right? I think unknowingly I did sign up for some more volunteer work I didn't uh-huh. realize I'd be getting into this but the opportunities presented themselves okay so I'm part of a knitting group that makes like baby sweaters for homeless people and their babies which is that the sweaters are really cute actually um and but it's a group uh, you know it's a group thing you can it's a group socialize and, and... you know it's lovely like there's a bunch of like elderly ladies who they need to get out of the house I need to get out of my head like it, it's a win-win situation for everybody um and then I've also partaken in some like glass more glass making activity there's another volunteer opportunity at the local studio that I'm at where they make beads for um children's hospitals um and each bead corresponds to like a different type of procedure so um that's really cool I think it's really nice so that you know people can enjoy the fruits of my labor without me having to charge them for some monetary fee because I always feel kind of guilty about you know the material and the labor and the training like I don't know what monetary value to put on it so I'd rather just kind of give those away to people who can appreciate Mm. um the stuff and to my friends of course um so yeah I I I, I'm glad I was able to partake in those opportunities when they presented themselves I didn't necessarily plan to do that I like that though but but it was presented and you didn't say no you just kind of like went with it and and I mean first of all when they ask you it's kind of rude if you say no right but it's not necessarily that I like that that thought even occurred to me it was just like um 
yeah, that sounds like a good productive use of my time because I'm going to be doing this stuff anyways. Might as well do it to people who can benefit, not just me, because I already have a million scars and sweaters I've made and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Millions of hyperbole, but um, I still have made quite a a few for people who generally are my age. So... Hmm. um yeah I, I I'm glad to have partaken I think I've I've improved my work-life balance which I also did not necessarily intend on doing but I think mentally I am a little bit better for that I've um yeah I think just tried to expand my realm of thinking a little bit better yeah um yeah good year overall I think good I think so too for myself Good. Yeah. But also being grateful for the years that weren't as good because I think, you know, the it years helped prior- give you appreciation and perspective of what this one was like. And the years prior to this year, you know, for mm-hmm. me, yeah, like I think I was definitely motivated to like, I was, you know, getting in a rut and needed to shake things up for sure. So I think those years helped me really appreciate like how much potential was being wound up and going to waste and like building up, trying to build up some muster up some motivation to like, okay, yeah, either I'm just going to stay on this route for a while and just exist or I need to like, you know, live a bit more. Mm -hmm. So I, yeah. In Terabang, whatever kind of year you had, like, I hope you're able to learn and harvest with the tree stuff, harvest, like, you know, a lot of lessons and moments of self-appreciation. Because, um, yeah, I definitely faced some challenges this year, and I'm sure I could have gone about them a bit better, but I, there were some things I definitely uh, feel like I did good on, and that I, like, you know, been progressing and getting better at from having those similar challenges in the past. So I definitely appreciate the learning that I've been able to apply and we'll see. Yeah. Till 2023. We'll see where we are in another year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Music for one last time for this year. Well, well this will be technically a brand new one for 2023, yeah, but, but this is reflecting on our taste, I suppose, of 2022. Yes. So I'll just start out um, mm-hmm. just just three songs that I've just kind of been listening to and probably will kind of continue to listen to throughout the rest of the year. They are all by the um, late James Horner, who's a, a lot of um, composed a lot of movie soundtracks. And I've been listening um, uh, Avatar 2, the movie second Avatar is coming out in a few weeks maybe mm-hmm. like tomorrow i don't know exactly um coming out this month in december uh at least in the states and um the trailer that they've different versions of the trailer they've been showing you know they have a different take on the theme song from the first movie which okay and, and james horner composed the first film he passed away in 2015 and then plane crash um but yeah so just you know but this movie has like a theme of kind of water aquatics and so it kind of ties a lot to some of the music we've listened to where it has this like 
spacey, like flowy, tonal. Exactly. And, but still like you can still hear the theme of, uh, from the first film. I don't know who's composing the second film or if there's going to be like remixes or something, or I don't know how they're going to do the score for the second film. Um, (laughs) Is it not on Spotify already? Have you looked it up? I've not looked it up. Okay. Sorry. Let me, while you do that, keep talking. But yeah, it's very calming, soothing, kind of feels like you're kind of like cruising through, you know, getting through the different waves and currents. And I think that's going to help me ride through the rest of the year. And yeah, sometimes the holidays can be challenging for me. Um, They kind of have been the past couple of years to be transparent. So I I think I'll be listening to that song to kind of get through some some tough times um, mental health wise. And then two other songs by him that I I do like are from the movie, uh, A Beautiful Mind um, about Mm -hmm. John Nash with the, Russell Crowe and uh, ooh, I can't remember the Jennifer Connelly. No, ooh, is it Jennifer Connelly? Ooh. I don't know, mate. <laughs> so while you're yes, Jennifer Connelly. Up, yes. Okay, uh, go ahead. Uh, while you're looking it up, the um, composer of the Avatar Two: The Way of Water. Yes, movie. It's by Simon Fraglin, but I don't think at the time of recording it has been released yet. Just the trailer music. Yes, because the movie's not, yeah, I think they're mm-hmm. Um Sometimes they release it prior. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. So, again, also by James Horner, Horner um, the first is A Kaleidoscope of Mathematics is the song. Oh, that's a lovely, like, title. Yes, I think it's kind of showing like when he's really working through his different theories in the movie, as well as and also just the main thing from Beautiful Mind. But I like the kaleidoscope of mathematics because I was just, you know, in prep for this episode, I saw yeah. that the first episode we released of this year, the music playlist title was Kaleidoscope. And that's because we kind of started out the first song that playlist was Kaleidoscope by Tiesto and John C., which was one of Stephanie's mm. songs. Mm-hmm. But I kind of like that full circle. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. I really in a wanted... way, it's kind of like the kaleidoscope collapsing in on itself. Exactly. And I wanted to include this song already. And then when we were doing prep for this episode, I was like, oh my gosh, this was, yeah, episode 34. The music playlist title was Kaleidoscope. So I just wanted to add to that. And yeah, speaking of like going full circle reflection stuff, uh, yeah, let's kick off the next part we have for, for music. So this next part, I was kind of inspired by the Spotify rap. I don't know if you, um, and Tara Bang kind of remember your Spotify wrapped. Um, but I you mind explaining that so wrapped is kind of like it's a personalized rewind of what you it's a summary of of what your music taste from the past year has been. Okay. Um, and I think Spotify had debuted it um a couple years prior, but this year I think it became more um focus towards shareability like it was more exciting it wasn't just a a list of stats and then that's it it said like this is your favorite song these are your favorite genres these are some artists you really liked this is you know like this is how much you listen to it and yeah I know on the face of it it does sound like a stats but they also 
I feel like they came up with their own names, like search terms. I wouldn't call them genre necessarily because to me, genre is like a bigger term, maybe subgenre, just description of um, what you have been listening to and like what periods of the day um, these types of tunes um, have frequented. So they had one for like morning, one for day, which I consider like mid-morning and afternoon kind of thing, and then one for evening. And I was kind of intrigued by the terms they used for some of them. I'd seen some of my friends and I looked at ours uh, for both the podcast. And Michelle, you said you don't have a personal Spotify account. Yeah, okay. so the term is, yeah, it's just the Spotify account that we have for this podcast. And Stephanie has her own separate personal account. Right. And I thought that the terms were kind of interesting. And so I thought um, for this playlist, uh we could take some of those terms and then try and match up some songs that go with them whether or not that was spotify's intended intention but i just thought some of the descriptions were kind of interesting and just made me think so to start off it said that from sunrise to sunset so in the sunrise part we listen to old hollywood so this Um, is so we'll do first for the yes. podcast podcast account. yes sorry this um, is the podcast yes. account analytics end of your report said okay yes um so old hollywood i was trying to think um i don't know like frank sinatra dean martin and so my way kind of stood out to me because i like controlled things and it's just a great kind of song um yeah, so, for, so, so like My Way by Frank Sinatra is yeah, it's not a song that we yeah. actually had on a playlist. We had songs like from Dean Martin and like Michael Buble. Um, but yeah. Like an old timey crooner feel, mm-hmm. I guess, kind mm-hmm. of smooth stuff. Um, and then it said in the daytime, and this probably honestly, this all derived from when I was putting the playlist together. And then I, and I, like I I've gone pre-listening I've, to some of the tracks. And I've gone in and listened to it after you put it up. But I, yeah, it's not usually a certain time of day per se. Yeah, but yeah. Sometimes both of us will have it on, you know, like on different days. Yeah, and we'll just be playing whatever playlist, honestly, like suits our fancy. Yeah. So, um, it's a conflation of the two, which is and, play- and, and not. And I listen to playlists that aren't even from this year. I listen to even from like the first couple years or something. Sometimes I listen to songs that um we haven't put on our playlist, but I'm like trying to speculate with this oh, because for this upcoming episode, or okay. did we miss something? Can I sneak a secret one in that Michelle doesn't know about? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually fine with. It's like it's, uh, yeah, because um, he yeah. always asks for additions and terribly. I don't think you've well. ever said like no, so that's wonderful of you. Um, yeah, so if you any you guys uh have any submissions please let us know um but yeah so so the second description subgenre whatever you call it um is powerful and i was kind of trying to think of what would be powerful because i don't think we listen to like uh quote-unquote workout tunes right like believer by imagine dragon well South we had the workout thing. playlist of like oh we did stuff. but that was like last year and yeah was, but i've listened it, to it okay all right that's, that's fair it, yeah <laughs> Um, but to me, I think maybe it's because Spotify Shuffle just kept popping this song up to me. It was uh, powerful by Hosier and Mavis Staples. It's a little bit on the nose with the power mm. title. Um, sorry. Yeah. The song is called Power. Sorry. The, the theme is powerful. And um, I thought movement was also, quote unquote, powerful. Um, also mm-hmm. by Hosier. Because mm-hmm. his voice is... It's like out of this world, but it's it's haunting as well as strong. Usually it's like one or the other. 
Um, but I kind of like that it 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 reverbs, but you can feel the the timbre. It, you know, it's it it prolongs and sticks with you because of the timbre. The, the, anyways, I'm rambling. I don't have the description words for it, but uh, it's great. <laughs> Um, the third one that we got is mellowed. So this was uh, during the evening portion of our <laughs> of our listening period, Michelle. <laughs> um, and uh, I was trying to think what possibly could be mellow um, that isn't cigarettes because we're going to bring that up later on. Um, and I I kind of hearkened back to when I was listening to BBC Radio. Uh, sixes um the killian murphy the actor he had um a radio show um called um something with killian murphy um that was actual title not something but i'm forgetting the words um and he recommended or he was playing i think music for two hours straight for like i think over 12 episodes i think this is two or three years at this point now um and I really like listening to his music, his, his list of music, and some of them really uh, stuck with me. Um, Current by Foria was one of them. And then I was looking at Foria, uh, and it's like some lovely piano music that's some arpeggios, uh, some just repetitiveness, but you can tell it's kind of a flow. And it's very mellow, but it's very calming. Um, and it, it, it kind of moves you to a better headspace. And same thing, I think, um, Another song before is called Nouveau Ne, and um, that one was also quite calming and mellow, as well as uh, Hosier's Shrike. This it's very there's a lot of lot more Hosier than I was expecting, but there we mm. go. Um, I think I really like Hosier's second album, Wasteland Baby, and that's why that's kind of stuck in my head this past year. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. So that's for the the podcast. Those are the three main descriptions: Old Hollywood, Powerful, and Mellow. Interesting. And I don't know why we had so few considering we had um, a lot of types of music in our playlist from the last 15 episodes, but perhaps they were so disparate, like they were spread out across so many different types of groups that um, Spotify was like, we can't really find a cohesive pattern to lump them into. Because I would have said for sure, like ethereal, like space stuff. And then like chill house, like tropical house stuff. I thought there'd be some more EDM, yeah. um, like synthesizer stuff based on how much I've talked about Daft Punk and like the the ripples. A lot of classical. Of my investigation some... from Daft Punk. Yeah. Classical. Modern. Modern. Ludovico. Yeah. Audi, um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Though. Maybe they all fall under powerful and mellow. <laughs> Who are we to say? Could be. So, what um, about for your personal account? For my personal account, um, for the morning, I had intense, mystical, and eerie. And well, how often? So, means. how often do you listen to Spotify on average a week or per day? So usually when I wake up, I think I listen to, I I like go on YouTube as I'm doing my daily morning routine. And then maybe when I get in and do work, I really need to concentrate on. Sure. I'll throw on some cigarettes and like concentrate and have like no one bother me. So maybe that's why it's intense, mystical and eerie. Um, 
That's okay. my only supposition. It's like a couple, like an hour or two a day, you think? I don't think it's consistent. Okay. Um, but, you know, there are days where I'm just like listening to the one playlist for four hours straight. There's some days where I'm listening to only for five minutes because someone else came up and then I can't listen to this stuff at all um, I see. because I'm talking or engaging or whatever. So I don't know. Um, but for okay. in, intense mystical, um, I was thinking of like some stuff that has a lot of reverb kind of on the slower pace of things. Um, and apparently I have a new playlist recommended to me that was curated by Spotify. It's called my witch core mix. I'm not entirely sure what witch core meant, but then, uh, I like clicked a few of the songs and I was like, actually, these are pretty good. (laughs) Um, and it was like usually ladies singing, um, sometimes one lady, sometimes two ladies. It's kind of like Celtic woman where it's just, they they turn the reverb up a lot. And it just kind of sounds a bit haunting and ethereal. So there was God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen by The Butterfly Effect and Whirlpool Galaxy by Chris Warner, Grace Davidson, and Edmund Althaus. Um, and those were both uh, high on the reverb, which, you know, it's kind of nice if you just want to be a little bit mellow, but also a little, uh, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. It's a certain vibe. And then Eerie, I was like, all I could think of was our Halloween playlist, Michelle. <laughs> yeah. The that one that we had um curated that- what like a year over a year ago. Like we hadn't even built it for this year. We already had it sitting in our Spotify playlist, yeah, just unpublished yeah. for over a year since you know 2021's Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um so I and I'm like, I don't really listen to those things, but then I remember that there is a cigarette song called Brennestein that um I think I described to you Michelle at one point in our one of our private conversations that I was like this is kind of kind of angsty so yeah it's got a lot of percussion it's got a lot of dissonance but like purposeful soldiering on marching on forward despite the dissonance and it kind of resolves itself into a very meditative state I suppose um, and so I suppose at the beginning you could consider it to be a bit eerie and um, uh, off-putting, but then, yeah. Uh, so so that's my submission for eerie. I think I can't think of anything specific that isn't um, that. And then um, <laughs> for the main part of the day, the descriptive terms were good vibes and angst cheerful. So make of that what you will. Um, perhaps I'm disguising some inner existential crisis. I think that that's not really a disguise between all of us at this point. <laughs> um, but I think it's uh, fair to say that we've got quite a few good vibe songs. We've got Higher Love and Freedom by Kygo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've mentioned these before. They're lovely, upbeat things. Um, and then from the Beach Boys, we got Kokomo, Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, I want to make it. Uh, Good Vibrations, Barbara Ann, and Surfing USA. Um, they all kind of remind me of like lovely, warm, you know, palm trees, beach, you know, uh, just, just, just like a, a better place. Escapism that we talked about a few episodes ago. I'm just looking at like an image that transports you mentally to to a happier 
plays Escapism. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, um, Rupert Holmes's Pina Colada song. That's a classic. I think <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny. It's, it's such a weird lyric thing, like in terms of what the plot of the song is about, but um, it ends up happy, I think, ultimately. So good vibes overall. Um, and then for Angst Cheerful, I was like, what could possibly that's so contradictory um and i suppose the closest approximation i could think of was a sad song that was made to sound happy so um perhaps uh tom odell's piano man which is like a cover of billy joel's song as Mm -hmm. well as um as it was by harry styles um, because yeah. that I think is supposed to sound happy, but I think there's he's a, reminiscing a, about yeah, sadder, lost, yeah, a lost time, yeah. you know, or something. Um, yeah, what were you gonna say, Michelle? No, exactly what I was gonna say about as it was, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I was wondering how I was gonna incorporate Harry into there, because uh, apparently he was my number one artist <laughs> the whole year, and I'm like, I don't know, I um yeah uh i think it's because i didn't have the cd at the time so it wasn't loaded onto my Mm. phone because usually i listen to a lot more music like spotify is not my only listening platform i listen to youtube and so for the evening descriptions these intrigued me the most um Mm -hmm. i got hula fancy and innovative okay and in the like h-y-g-g-e like what we were talking about the yeah that makes sense episode, like the cozy but the fancy part is but like the fancy it's like cozy fancy like you luxury, normally put those high two end. words i don't know like i'm not that high end. i am not like club level but <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what makes something an elevated level of coziness maybe like you know exactly what you want i don't know maybe it's like an extra level of coziness I kind of like that, like you're ultra comfy, but I don't know. I'd call that fancy or maybe no. like I fancy being like who they like, like in the British sense of um, fancy as a noun. Oh, like you fancy it. Yeah. Like you, you like or it. I suppose it's a verb. Yeah. You enjoy it. Yeah. Um, which sure. I, I can get behind that. Um, so uh, for that one, I'm going to say Sam's Katie by Sigaro, uh, which I think I, mentioned before as well but it's lovely warm piano tones um and you said it was quite famous i didn't realize i just know it sounds so familiar and i i can't place it but maybe it's just because i've you know heard the song millions of times as i go through my cigarette playlists um yeah it's been definitely used in like i think like commercials and like movie climax scenes yeah it's a very terms of like it's a it's a revelation or like yeah like they're yeah yeah um, they're resolving some. running to the train station to try to get Catch the person before they go on the sta- yeah okay yeah. okay um that's wonderful i'm glad that it's got positive feelings for most involved mm-hmm. um and then innovative i was like what <laughs> yeah it's so broad what is innovative and i just kept thinking of like arpeggiated music but i couldn't think of any specific <laughs> pieces that had arpeggios even though like all of them like I list, I know I listen to a lot of music that is arpeggiated, but I just can't think of anything specifically. So, uh, Michelle, you brought up some that we had mentioned earlier. Um, Spring by Flume and Eprom, right? 
Yeah, um, instrument, in, innovative in terms of like the type of mixing and sound. This is the that, one you said with the sawtooth, like stuttering. Yeah. Um, spin the wheel, the pegs kind of. That sound effect. And yeah, I, I'd consider that innovative too. So Spring by Flumen Eprom, Lawn Fair by Strome. Strome? How do you say his name? Strome. Mm-hmm. Strome. Yeah. And The Last Goodbye by Odessa uh, featuring Betty Levette. Oh, that was pretty cool. Um, and I also really liked um, the Fear of Tigers remix of um, Max Richter's Autumn 3, which itself is a recomposed version of Vivaldi's Four Seasons, um, his Autumn. Mm-hmm. And I love, as we've talked about with the diary, the journal that we both share, <laughs> evidently, <laughs> um, I love the conflation of the old and the new. And the new take making the new even newer, um, but still like paying respects and homage to the original work of art. And you kind of you can still see the evolution and the the steps that it took to get from A to C, you know. Um, and so the fear of tigers remix includes, in addition to like the the twittering of of the fake birds with like the violins um it includes a little bit of dubstep and um Mm. some some you know more modern mixes of like i think there's a lady singing in there which definitely does not exist in vivaldi's original completely orchestral work um and there's some like percussion that's only that can only be made with a drum machine um Mm. because there's like some effects that you know couldn't be made um but yeah i think it's it's quite fun it's it's quite an innovative approach and um application of of things so yes uh that is our spotify in review and um i hope you like that let us know what yours were like your genres and music that you've recently come across or like you have stuck with you through the time and time again um you know that you think have applied to those descriptions if you listen to spotify if not um what what music do you think have kind of resounded with you um over the past year and do you anticipate that it will be a run recurring theme um is it recurring or reoccurring recurring re- recurring just an abbreviation a shortening portmanteau of re- okay yeah. um so Will, do you anticipate you will kind of still be on that train or do you think it'll probably move somewhere else evolve like kind of my love of synthesizers have evolved from Daft Punk and now evidently it's gone elsewhere <laughs> um I'm intrigued to see what the future will bring um and it's interesting to look upon the past but I know that that's no predetermination for how we're going to proceed um, yeah, but it's it's interesting to see that evolution develop. It's been a fun ride so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From, from cruising to stalling, <laughs> back in the ways. saddle again. Back in the yeah. saddle again. Yeah, I enjoying you know. enjoying the sunsets for those uh, lovely good vibes. Revisiting <laughs> some some anniversary albums, you know, anniversary of album releases. Yeah, reflecting on artists who've gone and come back from hiatuses. Um, Hiatai, yeah. Hiatai, yeah. yeah. Um, 
looking at you know portfolios of artists and their whole journey of other the different albums and musics they've released and um yeah and just and I think especially this year I kind of noticed as we were passing through the different seasons how we were noticing the kind of parallel like timing of previous years of like oh yeah this time in May last year we also had a similar kind of playlist to recommend um or I don't know if it's like the weather or just like a zeisty like I keep saying zeisty but zeisty moment um (laughs) um of us just kind of like going in not necessarily a spiral but like a spirograph it's some kind of like circadian rhythm but like musically you know have you seen were you when you were a kid did you ever play with those they look like gears and then you have a big circular thing that the gear goes into but the this gear has a lot of holes it's made of plastic usually yes you I know pencil exactly through. they're called favorite. spirographs yeah spirographs. i love that as a kid it was so so cool. i feel like our our playlist selections based on what you've just said it's kind of like a spirograph like sometimes we have a little bit of that retrograde motion where we intersect with the you know that previous year's version of stuff and that revolution of um you know the, the year as it goes um, but sometimes we diverge completely and go off in a separate direction when it kind of like spins into this weird elliptoid, you know, you shape said it, that is not. You said it not too long ago about like train of thought stuff. Again, another motif of ours of like oh. crossing paths, sticking on train of thought, getting derailed. All of Parking that. at a different station. We love our mixed metaphors. Yes. Well, I'm terrifying. I hope you have a lovely rest of your day or evening as well as year if you are listening to this towards the end of the year or retrospectively you know um but take care have a good one take care